Welcome to All Things D&D's Story Dungeon, where we share amazing Dungeons & Dragons stories with you every two days. Now heading inside the dungeon, we have... How We Retired Bart, the best bard to ever live, with a real-life funeral. Hi everyone, All Things D&D is back, with a story that really highlights how NPCs can become so much more than quest givers and meat shields. Show some NPC love and let us know about your favorite companion because they deserve the attention. We'll be reading all your comments after you listen to what this group did in their campaign. Up next! So, I had been a veteran D&D player for around four years before taking a small break at university. In my final year, I found a DM and decided to hop back into the magical world yet again. Up stepped Bartholomew Archer, a half-elven bard who ran away from home and a neglectful father who was ashamed to have spawned a halfling and his sole intention was to be famous. Every time he introduced himself to a person, this began at the PC introductions, he would add an extra name for each person, starting at Bartholomew Archer, then Bartholomew Von Archer, then Bartholomew Von Duke Archer, you get the picture. But after every introduction I would ask, do you know who I am? His sole intention was fame, nothing more and nothing less. He wanted to be a name heard all around the land, just as a massive shove it to his dad. For reference, the group was, a dragonborn rogue, a human fighter, a Ganassi warlock, a tiefling bard, and a dwarf cleric. All had different interactions with Bart, but all felt he was a part of the family, even if Bart had tried to get the party named Bartholomew Archer and his traveling dancing brigade. The campaign starts and the shenanigans of Bart already begin, testing the patience of a local tavern owner in order to play songs and not really caring if he's annoying folk, but rather just performing to perform. He would have his moments with his performances, but that's another story. I had missed a session and the group had gone into a cave that was a magical plane of existence. Our first dungeon crawl and I missed the start. So Bart sprinted through the cave to catch up with them and when he did, he saw the regular group in a new addition, a young kobold, currently bound by rope. The group had saved this creature from being eaten and had decided to keep it around for comic relief. So as the only bard, I had decided to take it to add to my act. He started life off as a balloon, as we had cast Levitate on it, and our first sight of his capabilities was when he got his head stuck in a grate that summoned a fog monster. Despite this, I had a soft spot for the little guy, and this was the start of a huge character arc. We discovered he called himself Sarg and had no home to his own, so Bard offered him his bag and slowly began teaching him common, having fun intimate moments with the creature at each rest through the cave. And I'll admit, in person I was falling for the NPC. Our DM was very good at playing characters, which helped, and Sarg became integral to the group, even if he wasn't effective. Towards the end of the cave, we had to fight two griffins, and this is where the party saw a motivation change in Bart. Prior to this, I had abused Thunderclap, which usually hurt everyone, bar me, and had downed a party member before. It was a running joke that anytime someone annoyed Bart, he'd lift up his loot, ready to cast and cause a scene. But in this fight, he thought about Sarg. He hit him in his bag and used everything else to help, apart from that one cantrip, to the party's amazement. After we took them down, Bart collected a few feathers and made a small hat for Sarg, which he loved. I had truly taken to Sarg as my own. Outside of the cave, we ran into a changeling called Nasa, who worked for an organization called the Tower. He wished to inspect Sarg more and ask him questions, as he had an interest in these magic caves. So he cast Comprehend Language around us all to talk to Sarg. Now, nothing of interest actually came from Sarg, however, I took this as an opportunity. At the table, I asked, does anyone have a pen and paper? To which someone obliged, and I began crafting a note for the DM. I hand it over, and as he reads it, he laughs and looks at me and goes, is this real? To which I confirm, and I hand it to Sarg. 
Now, in-game, Bart shows Sarg a piece of paper he had hastily written on over a rock, and it read the following. Bart adopts Sarg, meaning we family. And as Sarg reads, Bart mimes the action of family he had taught Sarg. A hug and arms across the chest after. And the DM rolls to see if Sarg understands. Natural 20. So I now have my own little family. Myself and an at-the-time five-day-old kobold. We venture towards a major city called Bymont. As we were tasked with delivering cargo and myself and Sarg interacted more, I made him a small instrument out of an arrow and a string, taught him to play it and continued to teach him common. By this point, everyone in the party loves Sarg, but none more than me. I'd actively track his HP in combat, make sure I always body blocked him, fed him, etc. He was, in all senses of the word, my son, but Bart grew to want to teach. He wanted his son and others who were disadvantaged to have the access to bard colleges available to everyone else, and from here on out his motivation wasn't to be a famous bard, but rather to be a famous bard college founder. When we arrive at Bymont, we do a few story shenanigans, which lead us to a magic shop run by Auntie Anne, who asks us, what is your group's name? Every good group has a name. And we spent a solid 10 to 15 minutes out of game debating this, till we came up with the ingenious idea. Bart steps up and declares, we are Sigma Sarg. Yes, we named ourselves after the kobold. Anne and Bart end up talking about the well-being of Sarg, and it's here that I cry for the first time at the table. Are you sure adventuring is the right place for Sarg? Anne said, almost embracing Bart in-game, and our DM looking at me breaking down at the table. I didn't want to lose Sarg, but everything was going to get harder. I knew this. After a lot of roleplay, through tears for me, I agree to leave Sarg with Anne, on the condition that I can come visit whenever I want, and take him back as soon as my adventuring is done to which Anne agreed. So I have one last interaction with Sarg, promising to him that I'll come back with more stories of his dad to tell him of all of our adventures, and didn't want him to think I was leaving forever, and I go, Daddy loves Sarg, and I'm already tearing up at this point, to which our DM goes, Sarg loves da Daddy, and I lose it and cry for the second time at the table. Few days pass in game, and I accidentally miss another session, during which the party finds themselves in a graveyard, chasing down a necromancer. This was a job I had warned against. Bart joins them, and almost immediately an encounter starts against Shadows. Now, being a veteran, I knew about the Shadows' strength steal, and I was worried. Bart couldn't die. He has a son to live for. As the fight goes on, my strength drops to three, and Bart begins to feel faint, ready to lose consciousness. The party manages to dispel the Shadows, and Bart exclaims, Screw the money, I'm going. The party debates for around ten minutes again. Do we leave the job? But I was adamant, whatever they do is on them, but I'm leaving. I was genuinely worried for the character, for Sarg, who could tell his son that his dad died, even in a game. The group decides to leave, but our way is blocked at the end by a magic wall, to which Bart, using the last of his strength, uses his ring of counterspell to dispel the wall for a short time. And the group darts through, triggering a poison trap. We all almost pass, and nobody dies, fortunately. But I was annoyed. I wanted Bart to survive, having warned against this specific job and it had almost got him killed. So when we arrive back at Auntie Anne's, I demand in character, do not put me with them, I don't want to see them right now. Anne obliges, puts me downstairs and fixes everyone up. Then Anne comes to me. She sees how upset I am, and we begin to talk. I just don't know what would happen to Sarg, and it scares me, I proclaimed, and the conversation was fairly one-sided for a time, with Bart expressing that he's only doing this for the coin, to make enough to open his college, and give Sarg the best life he could. Not himself, he just wanted to survive for Sarg. After listening to all this, Anne goes, My child, maybe this life of an adventurer isn't for you then. To which I cry for a third time at the table. 
and then describes how Bart can live at hers, work in the shop she runs, and make coin that way. Her and Sarg under one roof, not risking their life, and be able to find a lot in Bymont to open their college when they're ready, whilst Anne helps teach Sarg with the help of Bart. We call for a break, and I now have 10 minutes to think over. Am I ready to give up Bart? And everyone hugs me, seeing how emotional I am over the prospect. When I stop crying, I come back to the table and ask, can I do some one-on-one -on -one for a bit? Our DM was very good with this, and the table was happy for it to happen. So I sit down, and I go, let's close off Bart's affairs. And thus the retirement process begins. We go to the man we'd been working with, called Mr. Bones, who is a shady underdark boss, and promised not to say a single word of his work, and leaves on a handshake. The rest of the solo session is effectively me doing the same for others we work with, but also planning a little party for the group to come back to. The DM then grabs everyone back and says, You've all been invited to the Golden Canary, a pub we've used before. When they arrive, they see myself and Anne walk in. I buy everyone their preferred drink and a steak dinner, and go, My friends, we have built many a great story. However, this is where my part in it ends. And we spend the next five or so minutes just having a laugh and reminiscing over Bart's role in the party to this point. After the drinks are had and the food is eaten, in-game, I go to leave, but one of our party members, the Ganassi, who Bart had not always seen eye to eye with, buys one last round and goes, A toast! To Bartholomew Archer! And each member effectively says their own personal goodbye to Bart, and the last scene is just Bart walking out, an arm draped around him from Anne, ready to live a calm, slow life. The group do still see Bart, but he no longer adventures at all, and we retired the character in good fashion, holding a real-life funeral for the character in a sense and we all set our last piece and lit the character sheet on fire to say farewell to the best bard to ever live, Bartholomew Archer. Thanks for listening to All Things D&D's Story Dungeon. We'd love to have you subscribe and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Catch our new episode exactly after two days. Until next time! <laughs>